0: hello and welcome to another episode of chino and the hills i'm your host thomas ryan and today uh we have a special guest gabriel Sirlapu, uh with code ninjas here in chino hills um so gabriel thanks for joining us today
1: hey no thank you for having me and i really appreciate the opportunity
0: yeah most definitely uh we actually we're recording this here um you know the first weekend november um we we plan to uh recorded last week but you know with a lot of people in the chino hills uh area obviously with affected by the fires um you know gabriel wasn't yeah. was one of those that that was a forced evacuation so we're fortunate that you know everybody was all good uh gabriel was all good and, and it seems like the city was um overall properties and stuff like that unscathed so we're we're thankful for that and uh you know thankful we're able to reschedule right. this this interview
1: yeah 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 it was an intensive uh week last week that's for sure
0: yeah, most definitely.
1: Well, let's get into the questions. Um,
0: so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Who are you, where'd you grow up? Um, you know, schools, cities you've lived in uh, prior to uh, being here in Chino, Chino Hills area.
1: Sounds good, yeah, so uh, I'm Gabriel Sarlapu, and I'm the uh, owner of Coding News in Chino Hills. Um, I actually grew up in New Jersey. So my family and I, we moved to California about five years ago. Um, we essentially left our family and friends behind Um, so we we were chasing the sun just like uh, a lot of people do Um, you know we were trying to get away my wife is she has been pushing to move to California for a while now Um, and hey, you know happy wife happy life right so um, we decided to make that leave and make the move about five years ago Um, and here we are I mean I You know, I I tell this to a lot of people where, you know, they ask why Chino Hills and, you know, as as crazy as it may sound, I literally just picked a random spot on the map. Like I pulled Google Maps and I did a pin drop. I went around L.A. County and, you know, looked for different cities around L.A. County and I ended up with Chino Hills. Um, You know, having kids, you know, one of the main things that we were looking for was uh, a great school district. And that's how we ended up in Chino Hills. Um, you know, uh, prior to that, of course, we, I spent six years in the Air Force. So I was active military for six years. Um, I was doing a lot of system administration, like computer operations in the Air Force. Um, And then after that, I landed a job uh, for a DoD contractor. So I was in the DoD sector doing like software engineering. um, And that's what I went to school for. So I went to school in Drexel in Philadelphia. Uh, So I have two masters from Drexel, one in information systems uh, with a concentration on cybersecurity, which is huge now, and um, another one in software engineering. Um, So, and that's really, you know, that's how it all started, right? My love in tech and how, you know, we decided to make the, uh, you know, to open a business associated with tech. Um, But yeah, that's really where, you know, how how it all started, Um, you know, from being in the Air Force, being exposed to different technologies too, and... Um, just how, that's how I really, um, my love for tech actually, that's how it all started. Like I said, but yeah. Got um, it.
0: Got yeah. it. Makes, makes a lot of sense. So yeah, we've obviously alluded to it. Um, you know, Code Ninjas, uh, t- tell us a little bit about that involvement in the community. What exactly Code Ninjas is?
1: So, um, at Code Ninjas, so we, um, it's a STEM center, uh, a center where kids learn how to, uh, program and do coding by, they just learn how to code by building video games. You know, all kids love video games, right? I personally love video games. So, you know, our center, the goal is to to have the kids learn to code uh, by just building them. Um, And we also have uh, robotics involved. So we follow a curriculum and I mean, we can go into detail later, but um, um, basically uh, that's the main objective, just to have the, learn the basic concepts of programming by building video games. And we offer like flexible schedules, you know, with busy parents. Uh, I mean, here, especially in our community, you know, everyone's going all over the place uh, after school. Um, So our program is pretty flexible. So they can come in, you know, drop in the kids at any time during our student hours, like weeknights, weekends. uh, So they don't have to, they don't miss a class per se, uh, which is really, I mean, as a parent, I mean, I love that right because I, I when i sign up my kids for soccer or any other sports you know on the weekends you know birthday parties well now it's a little limited because of COVID. but sure you know we miss so many games because of that and it's like at the end you're paying for you know 15 20 games and only going to 10 right um but that's the difference in our center our the flexible program
0: Got it. how long have you guys been open
1: uh we open in November, uh, it's actually, we turned one this this month. Okay. We opened November twenty nine of 2019. Um, that's That was our soft opening. But so officially, we opened the doors then. Uh, we had our grand opening in January eleven of this year. Uh, so basically, yeah, this this month, we actually turned one. Um, and I mean, as, this year has been a roller coaster for everyone, right? And especially for a new business like us, you know, we can't, can't you know, can't say that it hasn't, right? It, it has been for sure.
0: Yeah, if there's anything that we we've learned from this year is that, you know, tech is is obviously we know it's important, um, but even more so than than we would have ever thought. Probably, for instance, you know, uh, you know, mediums like this, uh, being able to have our our interview done over over a Zoom meeting and um, and and beyond. So um, it makes a lot of sense. Congratulations on the one year.
1: Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah.
0: What, what is obviously you know you have a background in, in the industry, but what, what, it, what inspired you to open uh, Code Ninjas for for the youth?
1: Yeah, so um, back in New Jersey, um, besides my daytime job, um, I, I started teaching uh, at, after hours. Do um, I started as a computer science professor at, at a community college. So I started teaching young adults and adults that wanted to, you know, they would go to night school to learn about, you know, programming, and it all started there, right? So I would go to my job and then go go to the community college and teach for a couple hours and just to see their faces when they were learning something new about programming. Right. And I've been talking about, you know, 20 year olds and 30 and some even 40 year olds, right. That wanted to change their careers at that time. And they were just looking for something different. They knew that tech tech was moving fast and a lot of jobs were going to require tech um, and just teaching them and just seeing their reactions. And uh, it's just the gratitude was so much bigger than, you know, my regular day job. So, you know, and that's when I when I figured it's like, you know, maybe teaching is my calling, right? Something that I really wanted to do. Originally I wanted to do my own thing. Um and then, you know, we moved out here. By having by that time we had two kids. By the time we moved, we only had two kids. But as soon as we got here, we found out we were having a third kid. So we're like <laughs> surprised, right? Like, welcome to California, right? We have yeah. So that's a nice welcome. And you know, so we put that on the side for a little bit because I really wanted to open a business associated with teaching and coding. Um, so we put it aside, concentrate on our third, um, and the year went by, and then I started looking. Now, you know, by having kids, I noticed that you know there was a there was a there was a gap in STEM, uh, and the STEM for those that don't know stands for science, technology, engineering, and math, um, and you know, there was a big gap in, in the school system, you know, uh, teaching STEM to the kids. Um, and that's where, you know, the, the light bulb came on and said, hey, you know, maybe instead of doing it for adults or young adults, maybe, you know, I need to target kids, right? And fill those gaps, right? And that's really what inspired me. I mean, it's just, you know, being able, my teaching experience and um, just having kids really. and. Make, making sure that my kids stay ahead of me, right? They, uh, everyone wants their best for their kids, right? So that's, you know, being a tech, you know, I, it's something that I would always ask, like even for, you know, I will go to preschool with my one kid and say, oh, yeah, so what do you do for STEM, right? It's just uh, it's the, the nature of it, right? You know, you're in tech, you're always going to ask those questions. So that's how it all started.
0: Sure. Got it. Got it. Um, now for our listeners, reviewers, where exactly are you located? And you kind of talked about the, the um, open-ended hours and stuff like that. What, what are your hours?
1: Yeah, so we, uh, we are located in the, uh, the Commons at Chino Hills and that's the shopping center where Yogurtland is, uh, Orange Theory. Uh, we're located right on the, on the busy side of that shopping center. Um, we normally we're open from Monday through Friday, 3 PM to 8 PM. And then Saturdays from 10 AM to 3 PM. But because of COVID, we, we are closing one hour earlier right now, but so it's 10 to 2, uh, 10 to 2 on the weekends, on Saturdays and uh, three to seven during the week. Um, but like you mentioned, like I mentioned before too, it's we have flexible hours. So that's very convenient for all the parents.
0: Um Go go into how how has COVID kind of affected the business? Were you shut down completely for a while? Were you able to take things digitally? Are, are we in person again? What's what's the scenario there?
1: Yeah, so you know I I can say that I have a great staff too, right? So we you know I'm very particular with uh, who I hire, you know, and with being in tech in the in the tech business, you know, we were fortunate enough fortunate enough to. Be able to jump right on, right? So we essentially, I I couldn't sleep for when we were told that we needed to close our doors, right? March seventeen, um, uh, March eighteen, I forget exactly the date, but it was yeah. it was in March, and I don't really want to remember that those days. Yeah. yeah, But we were told we needed to shut our doors, and I couldn't sleep for a couple of nights. I mean, I I, I stay up just thinking of ways forward, right? What can we do? You know, I didn't want to close, right? As a, as a new business, completely closing operations, is, it's it's pretty much, you know, it's critical, right? Yeah, we had to close our in-person, but being tech and being in the teaching aspect of it, you know, having technology like this, we wanted to move to virtual sessions, right? That was our plan. So my, you know, for the last, for the first two, three nights, I was just thinking of, okay, I was working on making those changes, uh, making those adjustments to move our operations to complete, to 100% virtual. And that's what we did. So, you know, I met with my staff for a couple of days. We I put a plan in place and this is what we need to do. We're going virtual. We're going to do private lessons, group lessons. And and we did. And that's what we, we were able to maintain, you know, majority of our customers. I'm not going to say that we were able to maintain 100% of our customers, unfortunately, but... Yeah, everyone took a hit. I mean, from every small business, Uh, but I was able to continue to provide those that decided to stay with us. We were able to provide those, you know, same experience with just doing it virtually.
0: And then now are we still virtual? Are we in, are we in in
1: person? We, we, no, we're, we're now we were able to reopen. Uh, We apply for, you know, the uh, COVID-19 compliance uh, business partnership with the uh, San Bernardino County. Uh, we presented our plan of how we plan to do business. So we were able to open uh, Memorial Day weekend, actually Memorial Day, that was our first day uh, to, to when we resume our hours, our in-person hours. Uh, so we have been open since then, but we are continuing to do virtual uh, sessions as well. So we have some of the families that are still not comfortable. Um, they have you know, people at risk at home. So they, they're not comfortable coming to a center. So we are still providing those virtual uh, services. Um, but of course, we have our in-person operations as well.
0: Got it. That's perfect. Uh, great, great adaptation. Good for you guys. Um, so if, if uh, you know parents interested in their child um, joining, how, how's it work? Is there a membership or paid per classes per month? What, what's, what's the scenario there? How's that work?
1: Yeah, so we, we have different programs. Our main program uh, it's called the Create Program. It works like a gym membership. Essentially, you're buying sessions every 30 days. So you get, um, and you have the flexibility to, you know, if, to try it out for a month, you know, especially with kids. Um, you know, some kids would like it for a month and two, and then they decided to, they want to do another like sports or something else, right? So that kind of gives the parents a, a great flexibility as well. So we it's, it works like a gym membership, um, and we also have different programs. Uh, we do camps, uh, like one day camp, three day camps, like an old week camp. So we have different options as well. Got it,
0: got it. Um, and, and what what can kids expect to learn? I know you kind of chat a little bit about it. What but what can they expect to learn, and and why is that important? Um, like, like I said earlier, even more so now, or, or just, you know, as as technology continues to evolve.
1: Yeah. So, um, the main program at Code Ninjas is again, we're, they're building video games and learning to code at the same time, right? They don't really realize that they're, you know, they're learning all those different concepts because they're, they're building video games and they're tested them by playing them. Right. So, our program is based on a karate uh, belt system. So they start as a white belt, they go all the way to the black belt. Um, and as a white belt, they start with, especially with the kids that have not done any coding in the past. And you'd be surprised. You have seven-year-olds that will tell you, oh, yeah, I've been coding for a year. I'm like, what? Like, you're seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, So they start with the, uh, it's called block-based programming, which essentially is like putting puzzles together, like the Legos of coding. You're putting puzzles together, puzzle pieces together, and creating programs that way. Um, and we use a, uh, it's actually a fairly known program uh, developed by MIT. It's called Scratch. Um, and that really, I mean, that's used even in college nowadays where, they're teaching we teach the basics by using code uh those code blocks without having them to actually write it out right so that's really how they start as a white belt. so part of the white belt, they do that and then they move on to another language called javascript and they use a uh, code ninja's custom game development platform at that point and they do that from that part of white belt all the way to green belt and then uh, once they graduate or they're they built up from green belt. They move on to blue belt, and at that point, they use Lua script, which uh, is a language that Roblox uses. And I'm not sure if you heard of Roblox, it was a game, popular game amongst kids too. Um, and it will be used in Roblox Studio at that point. So they're actually coding and building stuff within Roblox. Got it. Um, and then purple to black belt, they use C sharp, and then at that point, they're using Unity, which is a common platform that game developers use in in the real world. Um, and the main goal is to get to a black. When, once you get to black belt, the main goal is for them to, you know, plan, design, implement, and publish their game publicly. Um, and that's really the that's the black belt is kind of like the senior project uh, of our system.
0: And w- so, what what ages does that encompass? And you mentioned seven year old. Is that the youngest? And, and what's what's typically your
1: oldest? So we have, uh, we have uh, actually even a junior program too. So we start from five all the way to 14 right now. Okay. Um, and, and- No adults. And <laughs> not yet, not, not yet. yet. Uh, there's actually, in, in the works, we are planning to expand uh, the programs to adults. So it'll be 14 and up. Uh, that's the Code Ninjas Pro program and that's Got actually it. being worked on right now. Got it.
0: Yeah. I thought it was gonna be called Code Samurai or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> How are you
0: um, what do you like best uh, working with uh, at, at
1: Code Ninjas? Well, oh, there's so many things, and I'm not just saying it because I'm the owner, right? But um, so it's just it's amazing to see you know a six or five year old to just I, I use one kid for example. Um, it's he's a five year old. He's in our junior program and he's able to put like sequences of games together and understand what an algorithm is you know an algorithm for those listening that are not familiar with that term it's really a, a set of instructions right so having a five-year-old to explain that to you right when you ask that question do you know what an algorithm is and they tell you well, that is a set of instructions right i mean that alone is just amazing right when i was five year old i was a five-year-old i I mean, first of all, I didn't even have access to a computer like that, right? But I wasn't exposed to tech the way that kids are nowadays. So I love seeing uh, kids at such a young age being exposed to the technology and learning all the different concepts and seeing the potential that technology has. I mean, and and, I mean, it's that's really what amazes me. That's really what I love about my job and just making a brighter future. That's
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. What what, what best about the community do you, do you most enjoy about working with the students
1: in Chino and Chino Hills? Well, you know, the families in, the, in our community are, you know, are known for beats. They want their kids to be involved in after school programs. They, they want their kids to have, you know, better opportunities when they grow up. So, you know, our families are very supportive with, you know, with what we're doing. They understand, you know, the need uh, to expose kids at this age to the tech and learning all those basics now. Um, and let's just face it. I mean, it's just now, you know, a few years back, there was a lot of pushback with, you know, jobs requiring technology, you know, the, the tech knowledge and, oh, they're taking my job away. But now people started adapting, right? You saw the two sides of the, you know, of our community. One that no, they reject the change and they, they don't want to adapt to it. And the ones that did, right? The ones that did, of course, you know, they're, you know, they're moving forward. They're moving with tech. Tech is not going away. Screen time is not going away. So I love, and that's one, one of the things that I love about our families that they understand that screen time is not going away. No matter what you said, oh, no, my kid's spending way too much time on screen. Unfortunately, it's not going away. So what I tell the parents... That We've learned kids, that, especially today, right? Like... <laughs> and, exactly right Even it's more like, so it's just phase it it's not right so my my logic behind it is that you know let's turn that around let's make it a positive right so instead of being a consumer of you know a screen time being a consumer just make it let's make our kids a producer right mm-hmm. make that more efficient than you know, not just being there and consuming their games and just playing them but actually making them and making something out of it i mean that's really uh, how we can turn that around um, and our parents in our communities—I mean, they—they they know that—and I love how they push their kids. You know, they—they they want their kids to do better. They—they they want a brighter, you know, a brighter future for them. And, and, and that's really what I love about uh, our community here.
0: Got it. Encourage the the um, creativity and
1: collaboration and stuff like that. Yep encourages that, the problem solving, critical thinking, that's, I mean, there's so much more than just coding and learning robotics. It's just, there's more to it. You know, there are different skill sets that they learn as they go through our program, you know, just communication alone. I mean, just, you know, a kid from being real shy and all of a sudden you see there, you see the changes as they go through the different you know, uh, projects and they they come to our center every day. You start seeing them change, right. To be more open and more talkative. And I I mean that it's, it's amazing to see those changes in in our kids. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: Shifting gears a little bit. What's your favorite lunch spot in Chino or Chino Hills?
1: (laughs) Wow. There are so many to mention, to be honest, (laughs) you know, that's, that's one of my weaknesses food, man. I, I love food and there are so many great spots in Chino Hills um i i mean i i hate to just mention just one i'll give you three you can go three <laughs> all right so i love my barbecue so you know lucille's is my one one good spot to go to and you can walk to it at work uh, except yes and that's <laughs> <the only thing. laughs> i love a good pokey place there's a pokey place near in my shopping center of course okay um and then you know uh i'm hotties in the at the in the shops i mean that's the hotties chicken place sure that's another good spot too yeah, that I to and you yeah. know
0: no one's mentioned that one so that's a, that's a new one
1: yeah i i do love that and i know that they had another place that i went to and unfortunately they had to close down but i i mean there are so many places i mean yeah. that but uh, Chinese food is always, it's good for me too. like, uh, I love Chinese food and there's so many places that I go to and, you know, noodle house and walk.
0: You can go all day. You can go all day. I know. Yeah. Perfect. Well, to, to leave us, is there anything that I, that I didn't ask, didn't mention that, that I should have um, that, that you'd like to highlight um, maybe any upcoming events uh, or, you know, any, anything to highlight in your business?
1: Yeah. Um, firstly, you know, I like. I just want to go over some of the COVID nineteen uh, protocols that we're following. Too, um, we are uh, doing temperature checks uh, for anybody that comes into our center. Uh, everyone is, uh, you know, it's mandatory to wear a mask or a shield. Uh, some of the kids wear a mask and shield. Our sense, some of our senses even wear a mask and shield. Uh, we're enforcing the six feet, uh, uh, the social distancing. Um, every kid that comes in. Uh, they go right to our washing, our hands washing station. They are monitored by one of our senses. And I call senses, I don't know if I mentioned that, but they're, they're the instructors. Got it. Um, so they uh, they monitor the kids to so make sure that they wash their hands for 20 seconds. Uh, we're limited to group activities too, so there's no close activities being done because of COVID. Uh, we are sanitizing the, wor- the workstations per use. So every kid gets assigned a workstation when they come in and each workstation or whatever they touch is sanitized uh, after their use. Um, We are only operating at 25% at this point, so uh, we're limiting the amount of kids that we keep in the dojo. Um, I don't know if if you've been to it, maybe it's an opportunity for you to come and check our center out, but we have an amazing state-of-the-art facility. I mean, even our lobby area, we used to have the parents that actually work from there, it was so great. Uh, but now unfortunately we're not allowing parents to stay there for the whole time. So then they're just dropping them off at this point. You know, hopefully we get to a point where we can at least social distance in the lobby and yeah. then for them to come in and just work there. Um, but yeah, we, um, so that's what we're doing for COVID. Um, so just uh, everyone that wants to just check out the center, you know, feel free to come by and check out how we operate. Uh, we're, you know, we're following all the safety protocols to make sure that we're not only keeping our customers safe, but our staff as well. Um, and, um, you know, the other last thing that I want to mention is the, um, the programs that we have coming up, too, now that with Thanksgiving coming up and the holiday season. Um, for this month, Veterans Day is around the corner, you know, maybe as a veteran. So it's, it, it's uh, we're going to have a one-day camp next week, and veterans will get an additional you know, uh, $10 off for, for the camp. So, and later in, we have two nights where we're doing a Roblox party. It's like a Friday night out for parents to just kind of leave their kids at our center for a couple of hours while they go out to eat. Um, and then we just have fun. I mean, we just play games with the kids for a couple of hours on the Friday night. So we have two of those events this month. Um, after that, we have a camp, the week of Thanksgiving, the three-day camp, Monday through Wednesday as well. And we're actually going to be building Roblox games. Uh, a a game within Roblox, uh, and we'll be doing that at the week of Thanksgiving. There's also uh, a virtual event. As you can tell, we have a lot going on. Yeah, lot's
0: going on. That's great. (laughs)
1: That's great. So the day after Thanksgiving, we have a virtual event where we're going to be partnered with other ninjas and having just a party, a virtual party, uh, which is kind of cool, you know, to be able to do that with other centers as well. Um, And then we have more coming up in December for the holiday break and school break. We have a lot of camps uh, coming up, so it's the one way to stay tuned is you know make sure that you know they f- they like us and follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. We are, are constantly posting updates on there and events. Um, so if you are not doing it, you know I suggest you do that. And I think you see that in my background. Yeah, that this. was
0: good. you you beat me to it. That was gonna be my next question. Where's the best place to get a hold of you? So um, what handle on Instagram at Code
1: Ninjas Chino Hills? Code Ninjas Chino Hills our handle for Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Okay. Got it. Uh, website, uh, phone number. So we, my phone number is nine zero nine five three six two six three three. And our website will be uh, coding just uh, slash Chino Hill, C A Chino Hills. Got it. Um, if you just search, you know, do a Google search. We'll come up when you first search there. Um, yeah. Um, I think we cover everything. I mean, I just, you know, again, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. I, I really love that you're doing this for small businesses like ours.
0: Yeah. My pleasure. I, I, um, you know, this all started um, actually towards the beginning of the year, prior to March, and uh, just as as a way to to highlight, you know, businesses and and individuals in the in the community. And uh, I think um, it's kind of moved into uh, even more necessity um, to to help small businesses like yourself uh, continue to thrive um, in, in our community.
1: Yeah, I truly appreciate it. It's yeah. uh, thanks. Yeah, I really appreciate that.
0: My pleasure. Um, Gabriel, thanks so much for, for joining us today, taking your time out and, um, to you listeners or viewers, thanks for listening or viewing today for another episode of Chino and the Hills until next time. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Hi, Thomas here. Thanks so much for listening in. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. Also. If you have a suggestion for another person we should interview, or you would like to be interviewed, please be sure to send us a DM on our Instagram, at chinoandthehills. Thanks, bye.